All righty. Thanks for tuning in. Drive time almost is here. Memorial weekend for the KDK9 show. Everybody coming home from the cabins. So anyway, okay, here we go. We got to get to our, our listeners that are hanging on the line. Okay, what is, whoa, there we go. According to recent polls, Mother Day rank where in the terms of most popular holidays? So the most popular one I would say would be Christmas. Christmas. Yep. Okay, and then the second one would be? Halloween? Nope. Um, Thanksgiving? Easter. Easter, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, what is so, yeah, so it's uh, Christmas, Easter, okay. and then Mother's Day. Oh, third. Okay. Yep, third. Nice. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Oh. There you go. Thanksgiving. Yeah, I would have thought, I thought uh, Thanksgiving would be, would be Christmas, Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then, yeah, but no. And Christmas then Halloween. And, and <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay. Well, that's good. There you go. Now you know. So, you know what? In, um, okay, uh, a methodology, uh, it's a, a grub hub found the top order the top ordered items across the US on Mother's Day. This is last year. Okay. okay? So let's see. In the Midwest, it's croissant breakfast sandwich, mm. potato pancakes, corned beef hash, and veggie omelet. That's in the Midwest. That's okay. the, the most. Okay. Mm. In the South uh, is blueberry pancakes, hash browns, Cholula French toast, and Belgian waffles. We'll get to the other ones later. Okay, we'll go sounds the, good. Going to the phone lines now. All right. All right, we have Allison, and she's planning on getting a German Shepherd. Oh, we were just talking about that. Right. All right. Hi, Allison. How you doing? Hi, good. Good. Good, good. So, yeah, are you getting one? <laughs> Did you put down payment on it? You're looking for one? What's up? We already have one. It's uh, from a friend of ours, okay. um, but we're not getting him until June 1st. Okay. Uh, puppies were able to be um, adopted out on the 15th of April, so he's going to be a little bit older. And I've been trying to see him as much as I can, but I just want to get some tips on what I should do when we bring him home. And Okay, so how old is a pup, like, right now? I'm not quite sure. Like I said, they were able to leave on April 15th, so that would have been, was it six weeks or eight weeks? Well, hopefully they not letting them go under eight weeks, hopefully. Yeah, I don't think it was, it was the right time. So. Okay, okay. And so and then you're getting a June, so you got another couple of weeks left. Uh, exactly. Okay, so have you had a pup or a dog before? I have, but not in a while. Not a, not a big dog. I've only had small dogs. Okay. Because uh, you want to acclimate them to a kennel. Just get the plastic, all not the all-wire kennel. Just get the plastic kennel because dogs yeah. are denning animals. They want to have their back covered. And the, okay. the all-wire ones are like tinny. Everybody thinks that, oh, look, he's not really in the cage. Wrong. Dogs are unnerved by them mostly. And so that's why just get the plastic type. Feed him in there. He has to go in his kennel to be, to be fed. And then periodically throughout the day, put him in there for a minute here, uh, five minutes there, you know, close the door always have the uh the door open so if he can use it when he wants to also mm -hmm. and so when you start seeing him in there you know on his own by himself then he really likes his kennel all right yeah. and then uh you walk by the kennel just say kennel and throw a treat in there or throw a, a toy in there and he, sometimes he can go in and come out sometimes you shut the door so the kennel is a huge thing that's going to keep you him safe and your house where you don't have to take out loans to repair all right, right. all right and then the food what food are you going to feed uh, it's up to yourself. I love the Nutrisource products, obviously. So, you know, right. make sure you, you know, if, you, if that's not what they're feeding, then you've got to transfer, you know, better to transition into things. Okay. All right. And then you've got to decide um, uh, where, you know, is he going to be an indoor, outdoor dog? How, what, what, the indoor dog or what? Indoor dog, yeah. Okay. So then um, uh, just see how he goes. So you might have to, for the first, you know, maybe a couple of weeks, you might have to be in a kennel in your bedroom. Every dog okay. is different, you know. Now, is he is he by himself with mom, or is all the litter mates gone, or what's going on here? 
He's uh, with both mom and dad at home. Okay. So dad's a white German Shepherd and the mom's a black German Shepherd. So and who, cool. I mean, he is a what? What color is he's the a, one you're getting? He's, he's mixed. Oh, yeah, I know, but what color? So he has black and white on him? Yeah, black and white and, and tan, I guess, a little bit tan. Oh, okay, okay. Mostly black and white, yeah. Okay. And then uh, and then, what vet are you going to use? What area do you live in? Uh, we're moving to northeast Minneapolis. Northeast Minneapolis. Okay, yeah. So what you want to do is check around with other dog owners and that you know yeah. and then find out who they like. So you got to have a good vet okay. so that you're all set with that. Don't get them fixed under six months. You know, wait to, you know, six months or older. When he starts lifting his leg on a regular basis to pee, his hormones kicking in and he's okay. becoming a man. <laughs> okay. So you yeah. might want to decide to get him. Yeah, you want to get him fixed, you know, either just prior to that. If they get out too close to something, they might lift their leg. But I mean, if he's actually going up and lifting, then that means his, you know, he's doing the, the flip flop. All right. Okay. Do okay. not take them to dog parks. Do not okay. uh, go for walks with people that you know that has other dogs and such like that. Um, and then because the shepherds, you know, they were bred for herding and guarding. Right. So you right. want to try to keep him up in social skills as far as that. You know, when people come over to the house that he's nice to him and not wanting to, you know, take it, you know, take their throw it out. OK. <laughs> and so that's why I have people give him a treat when they come in and, you know, oh, hi, how you doing? Not go nuts. I hate when people come in the house and they go, oh, what a cutie doggy. You know? They do that baby talk, and it gets the dog all just spassed out. And so yeah. now that, <clears throat> so now what's happening is the dog is learning. That's the protocol at the door. So don't let people do that. <laughs> yeah, and I try to be pretty pretty strict with that when I go to other places. The other dogs Good. do. Good, excellent. So. And then like go for walks, get his social skills in with you know like if you got family, friends, coworkers, neighbors, find a personality that works with your dog that he doesn't get overwhelmed that he actually has a good time. All right. Okay. If he's heading for an exit, he's not having a good time. <laughs> okay. And then if he starts amping it up, then put the leash on and then say, okay, time out. And just let him breathe. Let him just kind of settle down. Don't let him think that if you're like, if he's playing with an adult dog, that the adult dog should, you know, say, hey, you're being too not nice and take him out. No, mm -hmm. it's your job to be his guardian and his referee. And you're going to don't play tug of war games. Don't play rough games with him. You want him to be a, a nice social adult dog. You can introduce those games later if you want to. But right now you want to bring up a, just a nice, easygoing dog and not teach him to go up against you like through tug of war and such like that. Okay. Okay. And then um, so you got food and then like treats. I use veggies all kind, green peas, green beans, cauliflower is healthier for them. Mm -hmm. uh, raw high chews, pig ears, that kind of stuff. High in salt, potty training goes into the trash. Greenies are all starch. It really gums up their um, digestive tract. And so that's why what you just got to do is, like I say, look and, and then those, I don't know if he was listening earlier, those two um, websites I gave out earlier, Dogs Naturally Magazine and HealthyPets.Mercola.com. Okay. Both of them are the, invaluable for you. Get on there, read, read, read. All puppies should be on a probiotic and a digestive enzyme until they're at least six, seven months old every day because okay. they go through a lot of stress between, you know, leaving, you know, the weaning, leaving the littermates, leaving mom, new house, where am I, who are, you know what I mean, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And so that, that's really a, a must uh, for that. And then get the good ones, obviously. But otherwise, and then sign up for an obedience class. Get them right in so you can get more social skills through an obedience class and getting to know you better and what is ex what you expect okay. of him. 
Okay. Obedience class usually like one day a week then? Yeah, 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 yeah. Most obedience classes, yeah, are just one one day a week. And then you have the other days to practice. And then the next week you learn more things. And then you have a week to practice, you know, to okay. give you the tools. You know, Katie's canine nice up in Hugo. <laughs> but anyway, um, and so like I said, that, that's the whole thing. And then before you t- go to a class, go sit in. And a lot of people okay. ask me to recommend. I said, no, I don't know who you would get along with. And so the whole thing is, is go to leave the dog at home. You go sit in in classes. And the question to always ask is, number one, do I have the same trainer for all my training sessions? Because a lot of places use volunteers. And so one week you'll have one person, another person, you know, and they don't know who you are. And that's not, no, you should always start and finish with the same trainer. And then is your trainer approachable? Can I call, you know, you to ask questions if I have questions or email you? You know, because I I get questions from people that say, well, I'm in obedience class right now, but I have a question. I'm like, "Uh, you're in obedience class, so why aren't you asking your trainer? Well, they just don't have the time. And I'm like, well, you're in the wrong obedience class. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. But go sit in, in and on them and just see, do you, do you, is it humane? Do you like the way they do it? You know, how many, uh, there should only be, idealistically, one trainer for no more than 10 to 12 dogs. That's yeah. ideal. Anything more than that, it gets wackadoodle. And only the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Right. Okay. Well, okay. that's a lot of information. I really do appreciate it. Okay. Well, like I said, you can email me up at Katie's Canines or give me a holler if you got any more questions. Okay. Right. Good luck. You, so you bet. Right. Bye bye. All right. <clears throat> we're gonna come back and we're gonna get the next call. Right? Is it trivia time? Yes. All right. Which one do I want to do? <laughs> On the average, how many diaper changes will a mother perform for a baby till they, you know, the average baby when they get, you know, potty trained? Mm-hmm. How many diapers will they change that baby's oh, life? Oh, boy. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. And the calls have been coming and they've been going. And when I get home, I'm making steak in the grill for my daughter. Ooh. Uh, and then garlic potatoes Yum. with onions and butter, lots of butter. And then we got a salad. So yes, that is what I'm doing when I get off here. And then of course a beer will, a beer will be involved. Well deserved on Mother's Day. There we go. Yep. Now then it's my turn, but (laughs) I love grilled. I had to double check to make sure I had, uh, cause we butcher our own meat, you Mm. know, so I have a freezer full of meat. Yeah. So then it's just me trying to cook it. No, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway, okay. On the Mm. average, how many diapers uh, changes will a mother perform by a baby time? A baby is weaned. I mean, not weaned, but you know what I mean? Potty trained. Okay, uh, like 4,000. No, it is 7,300. And that averages about 10 a day. Oh, geez. 10 diapers a day. <laughs> now, with my little one here, the six-month-old, I can see that happening. Mm. <laughs> but as they get older, but, you know, 7,500, I think the little, I think you're probably more close, I would say, but I don't know. But they're saying 10 a day. So we'll see what happens. Well, <laughs> it's a lot. It Anyways, yeah. Anyway, it's a lot. it's a lot of big diapers. <laughs> that's, that's it. It is. So it's just crazy. All right. Uh, let's see what else. We could have mentioned something else. Uh, Woodrow Wilson was the president that made Mother's Day a holiday in the United States. Oh, okay. Made it official? <laughs> made it, excuse me. Signed it on? In 1914. Okay. All right. Okay, head for the phone lines. Give a holler, 651-641-1071. And who's up next? We have Carly, and her dog has an aggressive personality. Oh, isn't that just fun? Hi, Carly. How you doing? Hi, Katie. Okay, so what kind of dog do you got? So we um, rescued a one-and-a-half-year-old 
Um, he's for sure part Chihuahua, and we think part Rat Terrier. Okay. And um, he's been super sweet in the house and super cuddly with us. Mm-hmm. But I think he might be resource guarding us. Why? Um, well, so if somebody comes over to the house, he likes them. Um, like I have a 16-year-old daughter and a 14-year-old son. Okay. The friends come over, and uh, Cooper loves them and wants to hang out with them. And then about 15 minutes later, he'll start growling at them mm-hmm. and acting aggressive. Okay. And has and he... Then, go ahead. And then when we go on walks, um, he likes some of the dogs he approaches. And then some of the other dogs and other owners, he will growl at them. Okay. Um, when you go on walks, your dog doesn't need to meet any other dog ever unless there's going to be future play dates. Because that okay. makes the dogs more defensive as it, when they see people and dogs coming towards them. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Do I have to meet them now? Oh, my gosh. And they start working themselves <laughs> up. And we look at the view, uh, the, look at the world from their point of view. Every, it's like right. land of the giants, okay? It's a lot of, there's a lot is involved for a dog to meet a new dog and a new person, all right? Okay. Because, and when they're a peanut, anyway, how many pounds? So he's 14 pounds. And we also have a six-year-old field spaniel. All right. And who is overly friendly and super mellow. All right. So I don't know. If Do you take them of, on walks together? We have been, yes. Okay. And when you're going for walks together, how does that work better than him by himself? Well, we haven't taken him by himself yet. Oh, okay. Um, so you we usually just walk them together. Okay. So now, are, um, now are you using a harness or anything with him? So we're using a harness, yes. Okay. He's got like a flat collar on, but oh. I have the lead, like just a straight lead on his harness. Okay. Uh, two collars that I would switch him to uh, try. Uh, because the okay. thing is, what harnesses restrain, they don't train. So when okay. he starts to, you know, pull and be an idiot towards another dog or a human, you know, you, you yep. can't, they, it's like, what, what? It's like a, you know, a, a gnat. It's like, you know, get out of my face. You know, right. I'm busy re- reacting to this dog and this human here. All right. <laughs> right. So um, two, uh, one is that all dogs, when they're out and about, should be in what we call a martingale collar. A martingale collar. Some people okay. call it a no pole collar. But what it does oh. is it, it slips. You know, it slips over the head. Right. There's not a buckle. Right. And then it snugs up if the dog should try to get away or whatever type thing. But it also right. can kind of give little corrections too. So you can right. try the martingale collar. Another okay. one is called the star mark collar. S-T-A-R mark, M-A-R-K. Okay. You can get it on, um, you know, the internet. <coughs> on Amazon. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm getting the kids cold. I, I feel it coming. <laughs> All right. But it. But anyway, and so, and you want to get the small, and the links come out, and what that does is plastic, and then there's like little pyramids on the inside, so what it right. does is it pokes the dog. It's like, hello, okay. don't do that. The bigger flick to your wrist, the bigger the poke to the dog, all right? Okay. And so that I would try that, because what you need to do is get him to look to you for direction right. and not just blow through you, you know, like, right. I'm busy, leave me alone. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> And so that's why I try, you could try the Martin Geyer collar, and you could try the Star Mark collar, and then... um uh, you know, fit it right. Don't fit it snug. Not you know the the star mark collar. Right. You don't want it snug. You want it when he's walking nicely. The collar is loose. I mean, you know, what I mean, not where he can walk through right. it, but I mean, right, where right, that right. that's part of his reward is that there is no collar pressure. All right. So the re- so the release is like the reward. So correct. The release from the collar. Okay. Correct. Okay. And so then anyway, uh, and he who walks in front of you is cool. He who is behind is a doorknob. So don't be a doorknob. All right. Okay. So he's got to okay. walk with you. That because otherwise you put your dogs out in front, and it depends on the personality of dog. But the personality, right. it sounds like you've got. You know, he's Joe Cool, and so what right. you want to do is have him walk with you. You are a team. 
going okay. to an obedience class would be awesome so that you get organized and then you can organize him, you know, better. Okay. Uh, but the, and, then, and then in the house, we think we screwed up right away that we let him in the bed. Okay. And then we bought a dog bed and he is now sleeping on the floor next to our bed at okay. night. Good. And then he's in the kennel. He's kennel trained. So he's in the kennel during nice. the day when we're gone. Okay. Is that okay? Right. Oh, great. Great. But you know, when people come over to, you know, you know, let's say your you know, kids, friends come over and then right. some dogs get overstimulated. They're happy, happy, right. happy. And then it's just yeah. like, oh, now I'm exhausted. <laughs> and so okay. now I'm not as friendly. So it's just kind of, now I need a nap. <laughs> so <laughs> what, you, what you should do is that, you know, let everybody greet him and he can be a part of the situation then put him on a leash and get him bring him with you or put okay. have, have them put the dog into the kennel don't okay. let him go over the edge where he starts getting snarky because okay. then you want everything to end on a happy note because right. some dogs like i say it's, it's it's a lot of especially if you got a you know a couple people new people coming in and just have, when they first come in they are just walk past ignore the dog don't look at him okay. don't touch him just whatever you want him ignore. to say you want him to go hey hey hello hello you didn't <laughs> say hi to me, okay. you know, because then that intrigues him more. All right. The worst okay. thing that people can do is, uh, um, is to at the entrance you, you create a you know a falderall in the entrance right. and then the dog that it causes some separation anxiety too but anyway but all of a sudden if the dog and they they get a knowledge of the dog like hey how you doing and then they go sit on the okay. couch and if the dog jumps up you know tell them to, you know pet how you doing but then ignore right. it. and so just you oh, know okay. so what happens but if it's always constant oh look at this doggy you I mean that's just yeah. <laughs> okay right. so you teach people how to act around him and he's gonna have good days and bad days you know just like with humans there's days okay. that you know you talk to me i'm not gonna listen i am not in the frame to listen <laughs> then there's days that it's like okay ask me a question ask me any question i'm here for the duration and that's right. just like dogs dogs have good and bad days same with you know cats have good everything has good and bad days right right well, and that's what we noticed and we don't know his history from he came from a kill shelter in Texas. We can't change that. That has no bearing on what right. you're going doing right now. Okay. Has no okay. history has no bearing other okay. <clears throat> because like even if they were a beaten dog or whatever right. type thing, you know, you can't change that. What's in front okay. of you is what you work with. You don't blame okay. anything on what happened in the past. You okay. did, and that's what too many people try to do. They want to give me the story. I don't want the story. I, right. I'm looking at the dog. I'm telling you what you got. This is how we're okay. going to work together as a team and build a good working team is what what we want. Because I, like I said, I can't change that. This what's right. in front of me is what I have to work with. Same with humans. Right. So. And you think an obedience class, like oh. maybe you could come up to Hugo. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Do you think that would be good for him? Oh, excellent. Yeah, because like then he's okay. going to be around other people, other dogs. And he, I don't allow the dogs to mingle in my classes because that's part of the lesson, to see right. another dog and not get into that face and space. And then okay. also dogs that have become reactive, they start letting their guard down a little bit because they realize those dogs do not come into their oh. face and space. Okay. And so then okay. now, they're be, now they're doing well because almost every dog works well in the house it's when you yeah. get them out into the real world that it's like hello <laughs> and that's yeah, what we have to work that. with okay oh, so okay, that's well, what but you. yeah so that will get you going all right oh well thank you so much katie appreciate the advice you bet have a great mother's day yeah thanks you too bye-bye bye-bye all right where are we at there ma'am we have a minute before yeah. we have to go to break, please. Yeah, just a minute. Just hey, we, a minute. Yeah, we've got open lines. <laughs> you know, I know it's going to be a slow day because pe moms are doing things. So, of but, course. So if you got to, you know, and, and don't wait till quarter two when I don't even have time, okay? So give a holler now, 651-641-1071. Okay, the oldest woman to deliver a baby, what do you think that is? How old do you think this person? It was in April 9th in 2003. Oh, 
Um, 60s. Ooh, 65. 65. She gave birth to a baby boy, which was her first child after 50 years of marriage. Oh, wow. Yep. However, the eggs were donated by her 26-year-old niece. Oh. So she carried the baby. Right. Right? But yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm sorry, when I'm looking at my grandkids... I realize that, you know, these people that are waiting and thinking that, well, when our set, we'll have our kids, you're nuts. Have them like, bam, and when you're 20, because you have the energy, you have the mindset, you haven't gotten into that, um, you know, whereas your encringement of time, you know, mm-hmm. go away, I got to get this done. You know, you just kind of roll with the punches because my one girlfriend, she got married and had started having kids right away, you know, and she's got four of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it's she She is right. Number one, you're a younger mom then too, right? <laughs> and then also, but do you have the energy and your mindset is more bendable and you have a tendency to... Um, not disagree with your children as much. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> and so that's why, yeah, but you know, people are waiting to have them for 35, 40 mm-hmm. years old. It's like, you know, I'm, oh God, if you would have had them at 20, you would change it in a heartbeat because you do, you just, it, it, they are. And then you're younger, so you're, don't need as many naps. <laughs> <laughs> and you can keep up with the energy of a child, you know, and that's tough, you know, keeping up with that energy. So anyway, okay, let's see. What do we, oh, da, 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 da. What percent of babies are born on their due date? And then what is the busiest month for babies on the average? We'll be back. Hello. Thanks for sticking with the Katie Canine Show. Remember, all the shows are podcasts. So whatever you get your podcast or you get it from FM because they're FM 107.1 because they have a lot of little special things that they do for all them. So go to mytalk1071.com. Go to Katie Canine Show page or anybody. So it's great. All right. Okay, what percentage of babies are born on their due date? I don't think it's a high percentage. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, 10%. Uh, lower, 5%. 5 okay. 5%. Boy babies outnumber girl babies. Interesting. That is. Hmm. Okay. But anyway, okay, then also to what month on the average, if you would average it all out, in a year has the most... Births. I'm gonna say December because that's my family trend. Oh really? Yep. It's September. <laughs> September. It's okay. September. So <laughs> September, more babies arrive in that month than any other month. Mm. So that's really kind of interesting. Yeah. My mom was. Uh, my mom was September seventh. Okay. Yeah, we have a lot of December birthdays in my yeah. family. <laughs> yeah. Oh yuck! Well, then we got to count back. Okay, yeah, you got to. Yes, you have so to. Th- what day was that? So popular. Yeah. <laughs> was it a birthday? I don't <laughs> For know. Somebody like your mom or your dad? <laughs> no, just like ever, like my cousins. There's a bunch of us. Oh okay. Yeah, right. days like I have a cousin. We're two days apart. But when's your age. birthday in December? December fourth. Fourth. Well, mm-hmm. we should have beginning of it. Yeah. You know, instead of yes. like right the week before Christmas and oh, stuff I, like that. Yeah, I have a cousin on Christmas. Oh, yeah, it's a tough one. Oh, I know. <laughs> Here, this is your birthday and your Christmas present. Yep, exactly. Like, no, 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 no. I have a girlfriend that she <laughs> insists that okay, the that she said the twenty third, and so uh, she said, nope. You can you give me birthday present wrapped in birthday paper, and you give me Christmas present yeah. wrapped in Christmas present. Okay, but none of this all Share. in one. No. Yeah, and it's in Christmas paper. No, 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 no. I agree. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you know, birthdays should be celebrated. I hate people that don't celebrate their birthdays. Drives me absolutely mm, up a tree. And I the know. reason is, is that it's a gift to make it to your birthday every year. Because you know how many people don't make it to their birthday mm. because either, you know, something happened to them, sure. whether they got fell ill, whether, you know, car, you know, I mean, things like that. So everybody should be happy, happy. And I was just talking about this, and I, I mentioned this in the show, maybe it was one time when you were here. 
is that I always I say I'm 10 years older than what I am. Okay, I'm going to be 64 this year. So last year I was saying I'm 73. And so everybody looks at me, you're not 73. I said, <laughs> well, yes, I am, as a matter of fact. No way. Way. And, the, you know, so I, I said, too many people spend too much time as we get older. You're still just a little bumping the log here, Hope. <laughs> but anyway, and so, you know, uh, the, the, the thing is, is that people, you know, between Botox and this lift mm. and that tuck and blah, 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 and then also they don't even look like themselves or natural anymore. You know, we got to learn to grow old gracefully. Yes. So if you put yourself old, old, 10 years older than what you really are, just look how good you're going to look. Okay, I'm yeah, 38. Okay, see, so you're going <laughs> to say, you know, so, but like I said, when you get to like 60, mm. you say you're 70. Right. Because now, all of a sudden, there's that line. You can't do it when you're young. No, that doesn't right, work okay, out. Right, okay, okay. Because yes. when you get to the age <laughs> that you're going to start doing the tucking and the nipping and the Botoxin, sure. you know, that's when you start saying you're 10 years older <laughs> and then what you are. Wait, and you just play the game because, because like I say, there's just, just oh, grow old gracefully. I mean, you know, God gave you this stuff. Just deal with it. <laughs> Love your perspective, Katie. Yeah, you just deal with it. You know, so anyway. Okay, let's head to the phone lines. Okay, we have Deb and her dog has arthritis, so she has some questions about CBD oil. All right. Hi, Deb. How you doing? Good, and you? Good, good. How's your Mother Day going? Oh, wonderful. I just left my daughter and my grandchildren, and now I'm with my dog. Oh, yay. My baby dog. There we go. Two-legged and four-legged. Hey, it sounds like a great day. Yes. Okay, so what's going on? Well, Riley is a rat terrier. He turned 15 Ooh. in February. Wowzer, kid. Yes, and all of a sudden, his back leg now is getting arthritis. Okay. Now, people have told me, of course, friends have said he should be on, maybe CBD oil would help him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Well, uh, CBD oil is awesome stuff. Uh, let me give you a couple questions. Now, is your dog overweight? No. Oh, good. Oh, I'm so proud he of you. He is the type that will just eat until he's full and then he's like okay Excellent. well half of it's left but i'm not full right now mm-hmm. but he will not take fish oil okay. when i put fish oil in his food or anything okay. yeah, he yeah. will not eat it yeah, some dogs are like that it's no big deal you can use plankton uh they call it call it phytoplankton actually is what it's called it's a plankton that would that fishy to give us their fish oil isn't that something yeah <laughs> where so do you funny. get that uh just uh phyto Phyto with a P-H-Y-D-O, phytoplankton. You can get it online or whatever type okay, thing. And good. look for the organic type. You know, we want to get the better kind. So that's right. good. Okay, but then the thing is, is that um, uh, for the, now, he is he a pretty active, always been a very active dog? He was. He's not anymore. Okay, so what you know what I would strongly at this age, I would get go to a chiropractor. Because okay. all the years of being a, like Jack Russell, hoppity, hoppity, jumpity, jumpity, spinny, spinny, uh, that they, they, you know, they twist and turn. And a lot of dogs, when they start getting dimpy, gimpy, same with cats and same with human, you get an adjustment and it's like, whoa, whole oh, new okay. life to the system. <laughs> do you know, I'm in Highland Park. Do you know any chiropractors out here? Um, uh, let's see, uh, Highland Park. Uh, the, the, two, the two, one, down, but she's in a diner. Um, Rebecca Amstead, she has perpetual okay. motion. Okay. Okay, and then there's a, a place that they they're there. It's called chiropracticforeverybody.com. and what it is is that they go they will go to clinics like to your vet clinic, 
Uh, you okay. know, and meet you at the vet because it has to be your vet has to approve it. You know, to make right. an appointment with them. Okay, they oh, can try okay. that, and then. But anyway, but chiropractic is huge, and I'm so glad it's coming into the animal world because when you think about all the jumping and, and twisting and turning a dog does and a cat does, and then when they get older, and a lot of times that gippiness is just from you know some of it is arthritis, but it's just from a gitch in the giddy up as far as yeah. it just it needs to be something's a little pinched, and by straightening it out, yeah, wow, we got a whole different dog. And so I, w- okay. I would try chiropractic, and then I would try, once again, I had mentioned earlier, earlier Wapiti Labs, you know, W-A-P-I-T-I, labsinc.com, all right? I bought the powder, and he won't take the powder, so I'm ordering the Pills okay, no. Then what you the, just do is you just you put it in you put it in maybe canned pumpkin. You put it in uh, whatever you call it, uh, plain yogurt. Most dogs will eat yogurt. Oh, okay. Yeah, most okay, dogs good. will eat yogurt. Those are great. Sometimes a Greek yogurt because that is a little bit more of a different taste than plain yogurt does. And okay. So you, you know, so just try which one. And what you want to do is get them liking it. So that when, and then when you need to sauce it up, put your stuff in it, he'll take it no matter what. I used to teach my dogs how to catch things on command, you know what I mean? Whereas I tossed something, they could catch it. And so when yeah. I had pills to give, I would just go, catch it, catch it, pill, catch it, catch it, pill, catch it, done. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I just made a trick out of it when they were younger. So they were so used to me throwing stuff at them. <laughs> they were like, right. okay, I'm catching, I'm catching, okay. They don't even realize it just took a pill. <laughs> no, the other dog will take it. Mm-hmm. The other dog has no problem. Yeah, so then, anything. but it's just plain plain yogurt or canned pumpkin. Uh, you know, there's several different things that you can find that are uh, avocados. You know, uh, mash up some avocados, which is really good for the dogs. Not the seed, just you know. The, so just find something right. that your dog enjoys, and then just mix it in, and you'll be and just okay. be in a hurry. Sometimes you give them treats, the treats. You get them kind of wound up with treats, then all of a sudden, you know, like like oh, let's say you give them a, a half a teaspoon of yogurt with nothing in it. Now, okay, a half again, nothing. Then that third time has it in. Fourth time again, you know what I mean. So they quickly swallow it, so they don't even have time to smell it. You know, they just kind of oh, quick, quick down sense. it. Yeah, they just quick down it. Because some dogs, just like people, are more smell sensitive. Right. <laughs> and so that's why if you just kind of move them along, you know, here's some without, without, with, without, without, done. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, <clears throat> good. Because at Wapiti Labs, and then... Um, uh, yeah, the CBD oil has been worked wonders for some dogs. It's <clears throat> uh, more, uh, uh, yeah, like I said, yeah, a lot of people have had luck with that. But it's Which more mental. CBD as well. oil? CBD oil, that's a huge, yeah, yeah that's a huge. Right, so do you recommend a certain brand? Well, so that's that's a million-dollar question right there <laughs> as far as which ones, because they're just flooding the market with it right now. It's just mm-hmm. huge. And so the best thing to do, well, you got to do your, you know, due diligence and understand how how it's made, where you know what I mean, and know what to look for. Okay. And so I, mean, I wish I'd get a dime every time I said this. Go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com, dogsnaturallymagazine.com, and put in CBD oil, and they have a really couple really nice articles on it. And okay, so then you've got to educate yourself because it, it is. It's hitting the market for both humans and dogs, you know, so heavy right now. And that, and people say, well, this bottle here is only 25 where this one is 55. Well, there's a reason. Reason why, right. <laughs> and Definitely. so that's why, but people don't look at that. They just look at that cost factor. And then it's like, okay, you fine. You go get that 25. Well, you know, you're going to say, oh, it doesn't work for me because, there's you know, it's just not good quality. Or it's, now that, you know, you can make almost anything, Sith. Synthetically, so it's, have you ever? I'm sorry. Have you ahead. ever heard of of Pet Lab? I see them advertised all the time. Pet Lab? No, I haven't. 
Okay, then I'll stay away from them. Yeah, okay. No, right. I have not heard of pet lab because the biggest thing is you want to see where it's sourced from. You know, I mean, yeah, just learn about it, and then then you can make better choices when you go and read about. You know, like where you find different places you can buy it. And yeah. so, yeah, because that's the whole thing is empower yourself when it's something new, especially when it's natural, because there is no um, criteria. <laughs> you know, the government and the FDA, right. they, they can't do anything about this natural stuff. So then right. they, so that you can't say if it's genuine, but then they, they are doing like more testing. The individual companies say, OK, it's tested for this and this. They're doing their own testing to prove to you that their stuff is good. So. Good. And then what he eats is Woody's. OK, excellent. so I do the. The raw and then Excellent. the cooked. Excellent. Look at you. You said, no wonder you got him to 15 years old. Yeah, but and I worked with Enrique over at Northwest oh, Airlines. Excellent. So. Yeah, I know, I've known him. Yep, he's good. Right. So he was the one who, these were my dad's dogs. Oh, okay. Okay. And so when I got, he, my dad fed them eggs and shrimp and everything okay. <laughs> he ate. So when I got them, Enrique... Yeah, well, that's good. good diet. Well, I'm impressed. Good. 15 jack and yeah, not overweight. Oh, yeah. I mean, I a, wanna, rat ter- a rat, rat terrier. terrier. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Right. Sorry no problem. That. Rat terrier. But yeah, so a chiropractic, try the CBD, try the plank- no, phytoplankton, and just you'll hit a beat there. But I think that chiropractic will really be the ace in the hole there, okay? Great. Thank you so have much. Have a great you Mother's have- Day. You too. Happy Mother's Day. Thank <laughs> Bye-bye. You. All right. We'll be right back. Thanks for hanging in there and sharing your Sunday afternoon, especially Mother's Day with, with me. I greatly appreciate it. Hopefully the people are listening and will pick it up on the podcast. So that'll be cool. Say, uh, what is the traditional Mother's Day flower in Australia? You know, we have carnations here. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's probably and, not lilies. Right? No, it's not lilies. <laughs> but it's, uh, and what it is uh, is that it's a, uh, the chrysanthemum because the flower's name ends in mum. Oh, right. Which is the common affectionate shortening of the word mother in Australia. Mm. So that chrysanthemum. I mean, surprised I got. I said that correctly. Okay, some ex-socialist countries, such as Russia, uh, celebrate International Women's Day instead of Mother's Day. Hmm. So I guess that's one way to handle the situation. Yep, <laughs> I want Mother's Day, but anyway. Okay, we're going to finish our, uh, okay, we did the Midwest as far as what is oh, the top the for the foods. That, yep, that, and this is by uh, Grubhub, found the top ordered items across the U.S., all right? Now, in the Northeast, Mother's Day is very popular here with a traditional favorite taking the lead. Okay, French toast and bacon is in the Northeast. Okay. Know, okay. Yep. Toasted bagel and cheese Danish. Lots of brunch items. And then a BEC sandwich. Oh, bacon egg cheese sandwich. <laughs> okay. I'm like, what the heck is that? <laughs> BEC sandwich. Okay. And then the West, we uh, splurges. It uh, goes from country fried steak and chicken. Wait a minute. Back up. Country fried steak and eggs. There we go. Country fried steak and eggs. This is in the West. Okay. okay? Biscuits and gravy. I love biscuits mm. and gravy. You get a good biscuit and egg. Oh. Ah, okay, now I'm hungry. Well, you're going to be All grilling right. yeah, soon. Yeah, I'm going to be going to work for it. Okay, you ready for this? Glazed donuts. For where? For This is the West. Okay. Okay. Nice. Okay, glazed donuts. I can take about two bites. I love them. You know, they're real fluffy, but I can't eat a whole one, those big fat things. So, Okay, and then chicken and waffle. Chicken and waffle. I've never heard of chicken and waffle being put together. Oh, really? Anyway, so, yeah, so that's, that's the West. The Northeast, yeah, so the South, yeah. All right, all right. So that's that's by by uh, by 
the top brunch items sure. in regions is what it is. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, yeah, I love me my biscuits and gravy. I haven't made, I make it the biscuits and gravy, the gravy like from scratch. Nice. Type thing. Yeah. yeah, that's Pain the way to go. Butt, but it's, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It, but I get it then. Okay, I got a couple, uh, couple of, Oh, we had one caller that wanted to know about separation anxiety. Yes. And separation anxiety, folks, is that's becoming the number one million dollar question. And I really believe that a lot of it is just from how humans, they human are, they're humanizing their dogs and mm. creating the mess, you know, doing the cutesy cutesy stuff before they leave the house. And then when they come home, it's a, wow, hi, I'm home. Do you love me? And you can't, you got to be, comings and goings have got to be just, you know, comings and goings. Sure. You put the dog in the kennel 15 minutes before you're ready to leave, give them hugs and kisses, give them a treat or their favorite toy, whatever. And then when you're ready to leave, then it's catch you later. Okay. But some dogs have got, literally have gone over the edge. I mean, they, they will tear sheetrock, go through windows, break oh. off windowsills. I mean, that is true. Anxiety riddled. Yeah. Right. And so that's why or some dogs like some people will say, well, I just went over to the neighbor and talked to him for 15 minutes and came home and I had a big pile of doo-doo to pick up. You know how people, when you get anxious, you have to go to the bathroom a lot? <laughs> yes, that is And that's thing. exactly what happens with dogs is that mm-hmm. they get anxious. It's not a potty training question or a problem. Right. It is just anxiousness. And so, yeah, they, I remember a couple of weeks ago we had Amy DeLong on, amywilliamsdelong.com. She's the guru with oils in the state of Minnesota. Uh, she can help you with that. Like we were just talking about CBD oil. Mm-hmm. That is... And, and hemp oil is really good for anxieties. I yes. know a lot of people that have used it for that. And then the the Thunder Shirt, which is, that's a brand name. Now, the Thunder Shirt is really good, you know, like for thunderstorms and such, but people use it wrong. <laughs> They, they put, put the thunder shirt on like an hour before the storm hits or during the storm. What you want to do with those thunderstorm or with the, t- uh, uh, the thunder shirts is to, uh, you put them on like on a nice day like today. Let them run around with it for a half hour here, an hour there, whatever type, and then take it off and then leave it on here and leave it on there. Every day that thunder shirt should be on during happy times and fun times and oh, such. Oh, good idea. And the reason yeah. is because then they equate it with like it's their blankie. It's, yeah. It makes them feel warm and fuzzy and cozy and kind. So let's say you know you're going to work. And, you know, thunderstorms might be coming through that day. Well, then, you know, obviously your dog has to be used to wearing, you know, clothes. And so if they're not, don't leave them alone with the thunder shirt on if your dog isn't used to wearing clothes. Otherwise, they're going to rip it to shreds and now that's investments out the window. So get them used by throwing a T-shirt on or whatever type thing. And so then that way, they pretty soon, they, they it's like second nature to have something on them. Um, the T-Touch. Okay, the T-Touch, the Tellington Touch, is a great way of, of massaging your dog's ear and calming them down and helping them become, you know, zen. So there's many things that you can do, but everybody wants to reach for the human drugs, you know, to zero them out, you know. Mm. And the thing is, is that oh, it's really hard in the kidneys and liver. We have no idea what the effect of a human drug is going to go to a dog because we've never, there's never been any tests done. So that's why don't be quick. It's just like, you know, people that have a, a, a child uh, that is like acting like a kid, you know, flying off the windshield and just being wah! Mm. Okay, well, first look at his diet. How much sugar and pop is he drinking? Yep. And then the next thing is, though, is that uh, instead of going for the drugs, you know, Ritalin or whatever type thing, okay, what are you, are you mentally stimulating the dog or the child? Or There's so much into this, but we're so quick. We want the quick fix. We want, yes, you know, we, the, do. we want that pill to just make all the anxieties go away. And then I, now my dog is, because, yeah, I, Gilligan, my Gilligan gets, he's nuts. The, the thunderstorms, he gets a little like, what was that? Now, if we had that real big clap of 
thunder. Sure. You know, I jump out of my skin and he jumps out of his and mine. <laughs> so the thing is, is that there's a lot of things, though, that, that you buy working. And the worst thing you can do when your dog shows fear, do not coddle them. Do not go, oh, there, there, there. It's okay. It's okay. There, there, there. Dogs don't coddle. Right, it's either black or white, and so if they see when you by you coddling them, all they know is when they act. Okay, if you're stroking them and petting them, they don't understand your words. Like, oh, there, there, be, oh, it's okay, mommy's here, da 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 da. All they know is that, but you're petting them when they're acting that way, so you're reinforcing the wrong behavior. They think that that's the way they're supposed to act like that. So what you got to do is get the thunder shirt, do some tea touch while they're nervous, uh, do it, move, move it right along, and try to help them deal. Like this is no big deal, no big deal. Uh, I had a dog, uh, Nikki, that she'd head for the bathroom and go sit in the bathtub during thunderstorms. Yeah, and I'd never realized what happens is that sometimes when storms come in, the the static builds up in the air, and that's why if a dog starts feeling nervous and they're let's say it's sunny. But there is a storm on the way. Sure. They're acting a little funny because they're getting the barometric, barometric pressure. And then like, you know, those little zings that you get when you touch a light socket, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Okay. Some of those are more, they're more electrical sensitive. So they get these little zings. And so then they, pre, they, they associate that as the storm gets closer, the zingers get bigger. And they associate the storms with the zings. Sure. And so that makes them unnerved. Right. So if you bring them to the bathroom, what happens is that the bathroom with all the piping grounds the dog. Mm-hmm. So a lot of dogs will go behind the toilet seat or into the bathtub yeah. to ground themselves and they'll weigh the storms out there. So if your dog goes in there, don't tell them to get out there. Leave them alone. They know better. Or take your, then put your dog on a leash and bring them to the bathroom during an electrical storm or a storm where they seem agitated and just sit on the toilet, you know, bring your iPad or whatever type thing and make it a, sit in the tub bring a pillow and just hang out and just help your dog understand this is a safety room where he's not sure. going to get the zings or whatever right. so you got to work with that but the folks don't if you're going to be using a thunder shirt or anything you know sometimes even just a real tight uh a uh, sweatshirt or a tight t-shirt uh, on the dog is enough pressure to make them feel okay that they they don't need to buy the thunder shirt just get them used to wearing clothes right so and so even do that if it's not the thunder, if it's just an anxious dog yep. in general? Yep, yep, yep. No, because what it does, it just gives them, you know, ah, so. comfort. Yeah, it mm-hmm. does. So you don't reach for the drugs. Try to figure it out. There's, there's a lot out there. And yeah, it's crazy. And there are some dogs that are way over the edge. Okay, kid. Well, you, it was nice seeing you again. Hope. Thanks for stepping in. Um, and all you guys out there, hopefully you guys have a great Mother's Day. And uh, I'm going home, cook steak on the grill, and we'll see you here next week. Organic Longs. Go to Lunseth, S-L-U-N-S-E-T-H dot org. And they start the lo- Organic Longs now. Stop the chemicals. See you next week. Until-